Welcome to the Inspiring Marriages Podcast. I am Jeff. And I'm Teresa Fields. And we've been married for over 32 years. We have uh, three grown children, a wonderful son-in-law, a great, precious granddaughter. And our desire is to share our story to encourage you and to um, inspire you to build your friendship. Building your friendship to build your marriage. That's right. And our, you can connect with us on our website, inspiringmarriages.net. And if you go there, and if you uh, sign up for our newsletter, we're going to send you this uh, PDF. And this, right now we have uh, some friendship builders on here. And you can look at these, and you can talk about it. And you can say, oh yeah, we want to do this. And mm-hmm. you can check those off, things that you want to incorporate into your marriage. That's right. Yeah, I thought about it today. If someone just downloads it on their phone, they can take it with them on their date or wherever they go together. And you've got that ready reference right there. Ready reference right there. And you you probably will improve upon it and have your own ideas. The places mm-hmm. are right at the bottom or on the back where you can just um, include your own marriage builders. That's right. And we'll come back to that a little later and share a new one this week. We will share a new one this week. That's right. So last week we talked about a friend that sticks closer to than, than a brother. brother. And mm-hmm. today we want to talk about why we need friendship in marriage. Yes. So, so important. It is so important. Because as you build your friendship, you will deepen and enrich your marriage. And all areas of your marriage will be um, improved, including uh your communication, yes. your romance, your companionship mm-hmm. it will just be enriched and uh, blessed. It really will. That's right. That's right. So the, the scripture that I was having come to mind just the other day when we thought about recording this episode was Proverbs seventeen seventeen. In the Amplified Classic, it says, A friend loves at all times and is born as is a brother for adversity. You know, friends don't just decide one day not to like or not to love a person that they call another friend. They don't just decide, well, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I mean, maybe you did that in kindergarten because somebody upset you, but you can't do that as adults, and especially not in marriage. Right, that's just a great verse, and it um, it's a little unusual verse. As, as If you look at the King James, it's a little... It's a little difficult. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, A friend loves at all times, and that friend is like a brother, a companion, Mm -hmm. uh, a fellow, a husband, a a lover, uh, a neighbor. And and the love, a friend loves at all times. It's it's, it's like human love we have for another. Includes family love. It includes sexual love. But the other part about a brother is born for adversity, what it is, a... A person who's born a brother, born family, helps you through adversity. Mm-hmm. It's not that they come for <laughs> adversity. <laughs> right. Exactly. Your, your friendship, your friends, help you through adversity. And certain, that's, that's so certainly good. true in a marriage relationship, isn't it, mm-hmm. Teresa? Very true. So, um, talk about that some more. Well, um, yeah, the reason I looked, at, I looked it up, 
the meaning of friend in Webster's 1828 dictionary. This is like my go-to to find out what more of a Bible-based idea of what a word means. He says the noun friend means one who is attached to another by affection, one who has for another sentiments of esteem, respect, and affection, which lead him to desire the other person's company and to seek to promote the other person's happiness and prosperity. That sounds a lot like marriage to me. That sounds a lot like true friendship where you're not just well, I'm just going to think of myself and, you know, the other person will be okay. We're seeking to help the other person to be built up. You know, that's that's the way you've always right. been towards me. You always want to support me and encourage me. Correct. And I, I remember uh, years ago the Lord instructed me to provide an atmosphere for Teresa for her to blossom, for mm-hmm. her talents to be developed, for ways for give her... Uh, room and uh, ways and means to um, develop, develop, grow, grow <laughs> right. It is, it is so important that um, I think Jimmy Evans talks about this a lot. That the the husband provides like a greenhouse for his wife, a mm. place that she can just blossom and grow. Yes, and the the wife is. One of her roles to her husband is a cheerleader. So mm-hmm. there are different roles. Men and women are different. They're wired differently. That's right. And even, you know, not all men are wired the same. Not all women are wired the same. <laughs> we all have strengths and weaknesses. We're all different. But if Teresa doesn't win, I don't win. Right. So it's not a contest. We are, we are, we are joined at, at the side. Right. <laughs> right. Um, That's right. It, it reminds me of, of Genesis 2.24, one of our foundation scriptures for mm-hmm. inspiring marriages. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and bonds, or the King James says cleaves, cleaves. adhere, mm-hmm. and is to stick um, with his wife, and they become one flesh. So That's that right. Means that is one flesh on so many different levels. You know, it's one flesh uh, emotionally, it's mm-hmm. one flesh physically, um, it is one f- flesh spiritually. Spiritually, yes, yes spiritually. spiritually right? <laughs> yes. So, is 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 the cleaving or the, the adhering that is is important in marriage? And you know, this is just not the sexual union or the sexual act. That's the one flesh part, but it's all exactly. areas of life. Yes, and you know one of the um, major needs of a, of, a, of a wife is open and honest communication. That's right. And, and Teresa needs that from me, and I would be very selfish and wrong of me to withhold that from her. That right. is something that she needs: friendship. Mm-hmm. And that, that's another, and, and it's really not talked about a lot, but. One of the major needs of a of a husband that Jimmy Evans talks about, other people talk. Edwin Lewis Cole mm-hmm. is friendship, right? Companionship, right? Uh, a man needs companionship. A husband needs companionship yes. from his wife. That's right. And it's it's you know it's just not. I think it's one of the reasons I don't enjoy traveling for work. I just <laughs> I just don't like to be away from Teresa, right? Because I just enjoy her company so much, and it's just in enjoy talking to her 
and sharing my day with her. One of the things last week we talked about uh, friendship builders was spending 30 minutes of uninterrupted time <laughs> talking to each other. And right. It could be about anything, just some kind of connection yes. every day. And then maybe maybe you weren't able to do it every day, but you know, try uh, Right. Have a goal. Something to work towards. Work towards right. a goal. Like, this week we're going to talk 30 minutes uninterrupted <laughs> and, and share from our hearts to, to each other. Right. Oh, yes. That's so good. That's so good. I really like um, the definition of friendship that I found also from Webster. He says it's an attachment to a person proceeding from intimate acquaintance. Wow. You know, a friend is not someone you're just casually acquainted with. This is someone that knows you and you know them. You're attached to them, just like you were talking about the cleaving. I mean, the marriage is like the best example of true friendship. So he defines true friendship later in that definition and says true friendship is a noble and virtuous attachment springing from a pure source, which is a respect for worth or amiable qualities. So I respect who Jeff is and what he is worth to me, to God, to so many people that know him and his beautiful, the precious qualities that are in him. He's always been someone I could turn to and talk to and trust in as a friend. You know, we'll get into that just a little bit this week, you know, our friendship and what God was doing with that. But it's it's a noble thing. It's a spiritual thing. Right. And one of the definitions of intimacy is into me see. Oh yes. So I know for me That's good. It was it was it, one of the <clears throat> biggest challenges that I had in in our relationship was opening up and sharing my you know deep deep thoughts and deep feelings with Teresa because it was very intimate or ex- I felt ex- exposed you know just a man usually I mean this is in general a, a husband is usually emotionally modest mm-hmm. it's just like a wife is usually physically modest but she's open verbally mm-hmm. a husband is usually open physically and close verbally right. so a, a husband needs you need to Share more than you feel like it. Yes. Because <laughs> like a, a, a wife needs to be more open physically than she feels like it. Right. We definitely learned that from Jimmy Evans over the right. years. Some of his really sound foundational teaching. Absolutely. That's so. why it is so, so important. If you remember in your dating relationship, and if you're watching this and you are in a dating relationship, is to develop that emotional and spiritual intimacy way before the physical intimacy. The problem is when you're physically intimate, premature, Mm -hmm. without a covenant, without being in the covenant of marriage, it just just hinders the development of the relationship. Exactly. Yeah, you'll you'll think something's there that's not really there because romance just seems to cloud your perception so much. You you may not really have a true foundation of friendship and companionship and knowing one another, but with the romance there, you think you know that person. And I know in so many dating relationships I had, which were disasters, <laughs> I thought I knew that person, 
But all I really knew was a facade. And, you know, getting to know the person later, it's just like, oh, what did I even see in this person? <laughs> I don't even like them. You know, why would I date this person? And that's because the dating game can be so disastrous. You don't know each other for who you are in different situations as, as friends and around each other's friends. You know, you have to get to know a person honestly and clearly and right. not in the romantic setting first. And that's so, right. so important. So, yeah, so that just reminds me that, you know, we've, we've lost the idea of courtship. Yes. You know, you've seen the old TV shows where the, the young man comes up to the father very nervous and says, <laughs> Mr. Anderson, I'd like to court your daughter. And it was like a very formal request. Right. And courtship is a form of, is, is you're entering into a, uh, it's not a, a, a marriage, but you're entering into a, a an agreement to explore the possibility of, of a marriage. That's good. And, and you, you fall in love by talking with each other. You fell in love with your mm-hmm. spouse because you talked together. That's and you right. you talked for hours on the phone, <laughs> even before there right. were cell phones were... But you would talk, even with the landlines, mm-hmm. you would talk for hours to your spouse, your your future spouse. And mm-hmm. That's how you fell in love, by talking that's right. and sharing. And and that's and that's how you remain in love. And, you know, love is, we, we learned that um, from Gary Smalley that love is a decision. Oh, yes. I decided a long time ago that I would love Teresa with all my, all my heart. And there's nothing she can do to ever kill that love. There's nothing she can do that that would ever lessen my commitment to love her. Right. For the rest of my life, I will love Teresa. Because that was a decision we made, and we entered into a covenant mm-hmm. with each other to, to do that, to honor each other, to serve each other, to put the other one first, to bless each other. That's right. And as part of our covenant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, if she doesn't win, we both lose. Right. And, and the same way with me. If, 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 if I don't win, we both lose. So mm-hmm. we, we are in here. To, we're in here as, a, as partners. Right. You know, to, to win. And, and just as Eve was taken out of the side of Adam... Mm-hmm. And brought to him to be a help meet, right? And to so that we work together. So, a definition of marriage: a man and a woman, you know, naked in the garden, working together, walking with God. Yes, yes, absolutely, yes. And I like how you said that um, the devotion that you're expressing and. Wanting to support me and care for me and what's important to me, that that pure source that he was talking about in Webster's Dictionary is the agape love of God. People kind of set that off like, oh, that's just for certain situations. Well, no, agape love is supposed to be what motivates us to do anything as a believer. The pure love of God, the same kind of sacrificial love that caused him to send his son. That's why John 3.16 is such a key verse in every believer's life. A lot of people get born again from that verse because 
God showed us tangibly what love looks like. You sacrifice, you give, you do far beyond even what's required if you really love someone. And that's how he loves us, of course. We're supposed to be expressing that kind of love in marriage, in the friendship, in the romance, in every aspect of our marriage. That's right. And we we, last week in Proverbs 18 where there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm -hmm. And that friend is, is, is your spouse. Yes. And... Right. Exactly. And, and so often we, we, we overuse the word love. We, you know, we'll say we love pizza. We love a certain <laughs> TV show. We'll, we'll say all, all kinds of things about love. But that, that, deep, that deep love, that agape love, the God kind of love, um, it's really, you know, it takes time to develop that love. And with your... Mm-hmm. Your future spot, your spouse, future spouse, right? Yeah, when you think you're bringing two different lives together, two completely different worlds together, you are going to have different ways of seeing things, different ways of looking at things. But if you're friends, you can accept. Okay, this person, this other person sees it differently than me, but that's okay. It doesn't negate that I have a viewpoint or that I have a way of looking at things. You can work together with that. Right. One of the definitions of courtship is is wooing. Mm, The act of soliciting favor, the act of wooing in love, something that we don't, words that we don't use anymore. Wooing, where (laughs) um, we spend, we, in that courtship phase, you're spending time together to see if you're compatible. Not that you're identical, but you're compatible. Because you mm-hmm. need to know what are what are each other's goals. You know, if mm-hmm. um, you need to know that before you ever enter a marriage. You know, one one may say, "I can't wait to get out, get out of this town. I'm gonna just move and, and travel and, and go where the right. hot job spots." And the other one may say, "I'm never I'm never leaving this town." Right. I'm never leaving mom and dad, so you've got to be compatible. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> you've got to be compatible and have similar goals. Because if, if a husband doesn't know where he's going, if, you don't, if the husband doesn't know, have a vision for his future, how can his wife mm-hmm. follow him if he doesn't know, right? Right. So Romans um, 12, 9 in the New Living Translation, don't just pretend to love each other. Right. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. I like that. Yeah. And to me, what's wrong in your friendship is allowing anything to come between you, especially somebody else's opinion or circumstance or like not having the same way of doing things. Don't let those things drive you apart. You know, just dislike allowing anything to come between you and hold hold tightly to what is good see the good in right, your right. friend see the good in your marriage partner so so important and the next verse verse 10 says love each other with genuine affection that's so good and take delight in honoring each other and that honor came up also in proverbs in one of the verses versions yeah, of right. the proverbs 17:17 17, 17, that we honor one another when we're friends, when we're companions, when we're in a covenant relationship, we show each other honor. Wow, that is so profound. Honor is something that we really don't 
hear a lot in um, marriage in modern times. Right. It's in some of the older uh, traditional vows for the wife to honor and obey, but we are to honor each other. That's I, right. I need to honor uh, Teresa's value and the treasure that's in her heart and the things that God has placed in her. Because I, as, as her husband, I, I'm the spiritual head of, of the family, but I'm going to have to give account for how I honor Teresa during our marriage. And I will have to give that account to the Lord. Did I honor mm-hmm. her? Did I take the talent, talents and and help her blossom and express those talents and be able to freely exercise her talents and reach and do the things that she was she was called to do? That's right. And I have to honor you recognizing your headship in the marriage. You don't lord that over me, but biblically you are the head in our family and i have to honor that you know if you make a decision i'm not going to argue about it i'm going to go with what you decided but a lot of times we decide things together there's not you know just one person making all the decisions that's not healthy but i honor you and the gifts that god has put in you and your leadership ability and the more that i've encouraged you and built you up and just shown respect to you you've been able to grow as a leader you've been able to grow as a man of god so it works both ways yes it it does and we, we would like you to go to our Inspiring Marriages podcast and, and leave a review for our, on our podcast. Tell us what you think. Um, you can even tell us things that you want us to prove upon or have suggestions for show topics. Uh, I think eventually mm-hmm. in the future uh, we will have guests, but you know that's, that's still, still in the works. <laughs> right. So this, this week in Marriage Builders and Friendship Builders, uh, what we want to talk about is last week we talked about 30 minutes of an uninterrupted time. This week, this marriage builder, and see what you think about this, Teresa, mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're out on a date or when you're alone and you're talking, <laughs> put the phone down. Yes. Now, you might need to have it, have it on vibrate or something if you have kids at home by themselves or a babysitter. But you need to put the phones down. So what have we seen so often when we've been out, Teresa? Oh, my goodness. Anytime we've been to a restaurant, even out and about, but uh, usually in restaurants, both people who are having dinner together or you could see they're on a date, each of them is looking at his or her phone and not even talking. Maybe they talk about what they're going to order, but otherwise they're looking down at their phones, not really communicating not enjoying the time together there is no way <laughs> you have plumbed the depths of your relationship that you have nothing to talk about right that's impossible even people i think we see it more in, maybe in older couples they may not be looking at their phones but they're looking at they're just talking eating their food and right <laughs> and we see people coming after after we come in us uh, be seated after we've been see, seated and they they're up and gone, you know, and we're still talking and we're still mm-hmm. eating our food because exactly. we're, we're not trying to rest. <laughs> the goal is not to finish the meal. Right. That is not the goal to finish the meal and get up and get out. <laughs> that is not the goal of your time. Your, anytime you're together, mm-hmm. put the phone down. Right. 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 
Right. And so we also like you to um, connect with us on social media. We have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, Inspiring Marriages. Just look for that in Facebook. Um, Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Inspiring Marriages on Instagram. We even have a YouTube channel called <laughs> Inspiring, Inspiring Marriages. marriages. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll we'll be able to find all of these uh, podcasts on that channel. You'll eventually find some live streams on that channel. Mm-hmm. If we're out and about and we just you'll be able to do a, That'll be fun. A, a spontaneous live stream that week, that would be something that we can do. And something mm-hmm. else we want to talk about, Teresa, is um, not only are we have friendship builders, but we have other things that were that we've written down. One is things that the husband can do to be romantic towards his wife, and I got two this week. Oh, you are, I got, had it ready. <laughs> I got two this week because one's really easy oh. and one's really hard. So I think I'll do the easy one first, and guys. Wait on me for the for the hard one. So the easy one, something you can do for your wife, so that she that she knows that you've been thinking about her and you care about her. Not that she's not capable of doing this. Of course, she's capable of doing this. But keep her car filled with gas. (laughs) Of course, she can she can pump her own gas. She's fully capable of doing that. But when what? How do you feel about me doing that, Teresa? Wow, I just um, feel like if I need to get out in the car, it's already ready for me. I don't have to think about, oh, no, I've got to go get gas before I can do this or that. And usually I'm transporting people around in our family, so I need my car to be ready to go. Yeah, so this is an act of, of love, act of kindness. And mm-hmm. we haven't talked about this, but there's you know the five love languages, and you, you go overboard on the five love languages <laughs> but one of Teresa's things that she likes is acts acts of service that really speaks mm-hmm. to her heart oh yes and i would do an act of service for her it really just yes. you know it speaks love she's she sees love or hears love or feels love when when i do that yes that's true so, and now what's the hard one i can't wait is, to hear this this, <laughs> this is gonna be hard guys okay so and I'll just give an example from, from our, our marriage. This, one of the, Teresa's favorite, 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 favorite <laughs> video series or movie series or movie themes is Jane Austen. Oh, yes. She loves oh, Jane, Jane Austen. Austen. We, have them, we have them on, we used to have them on VHS. Then yep. we had them on DVD. Now we have them on Blu-ray. And if they come out with 4K, we'll have them on 4K. Right. <laughs> we have all We've her favorite many different game, versions of the same has, ones, too. And she has her different ver- <laughs> favorite versions of each one. So there's Emma. There's been at least one, two, three, four, four versions of Emma. But she has her favorite one. Mm. Um, Sense and Sensibility. Oh yeah. The, the one, the first one was was in the in the theaters that we that we first time we saw it with um, Emma Thompson. And Emma Thompson, and mm-hmm. um, but her favorite one is is a recent one on BBC. She just loves that version of it. 
of course. Yes. There's also Pride really and Prejudice, great. and her favorite one is the 1995 one with Jennifer Firth. And Colin Firth. <laughs> that's her favorite. And every every birthday month or around her time of her birthday, we will watch them all. We will <laughs> kind watch of binge them all. on Jane we Austen. On, we will watch them all. <laughs> At least watch a whole series of one of the stories. Yeah. yeah. And you have you have kissing games every time someone's in, in, oh yes in Pride and Precious says Mister Darcy that's the time time to, to kiss, kiss. <laughs> but the, th- the challenge to you men is you may not it may not be Jane Austen it may be a Hallmark movie or it may be a great American Family mm-hmm. or something is you become a fan of those movies mm-hmm. so that you can talk about them and all the time. We will make a, a reference. We will quote one We're of those movie them. scene. Movies, oh yes, one of those movies, all the all time. the time. And when I take interest <clears throat> in that, how does it affect you? Oh, I, I guess it just kind of validates it for me that this is something worth spending time on. This is something that kind of enhances not just friendship but romance in our marriage. To watch something romantic and enjoy it together. And sometimes it's, you know, time to get a foot rub, you know, during one of the episodes. I like that. <laughs> right. And it's, it can't be superficial, guys, husbands. It can't be superficial. I'm not just doing that to get an end result. I'm, I'm actually, right. it's, and ordinarily, if I'm by myself, it's not some movie I would push in and, and watch or, or, right. or stream. I would not, it's not something I would care about. But since it's important to Teresa and she is blessed by those type of movies, it's important to me to take interest in them mm-hmm. and to genuinely share about them. And we'll talk about the different different lines in the movie and we'll talk about different things. It's, it's another area of communication. But right. that is a, a way for a husband to be romantic to her, to mm-hmm. his spouse, his, his wife, is take a genu- genuine interest Right. And it's something like that that's that it really doesn't mean that much to me, but I made it mean something to me, and that by making that mean something to me and showing interest in it, not at a superficial level for real and it may not it may be something completely different, maybe a certain t v show or it may be in a shoot 'em up I don't know I'm what going you shopping <laughs> I be going shopping that, that your wife. <laughs> Enjoys watching, taking interest in. I know, guys, I know those Hallmark movies are tough. (laughs) They are tough to watch. But, you know, if it's something that that she's enjoying, Crown for Christmas or something else that that she really enjoys, take an interest in that. And that is an an act of service. That is an act of romance that you can have have for Mm your wife. So um, go to our social media. Accounts again, Facebook. Sign up for the friendship builders at our website. Well, yeah, you have to go again. If you go to our website, <laughs> inspiringmarriages.net, you can sign up for and receive a PDF of this, our current list of friendship builders that we have for anyone who signs up. Mm-hmm. You get a PDF, you get a, just an email with that in it, and that you can put it on your phone or you can put it. On your refrigerator, and you can like, oh, this is a good idea. Oh, I don't care about that. You know, 
you don't have to do it, but something you need to have friendship builders with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Something that builds up your 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 friendship. Absolutely. So, uh, until next Friday, we will hope to hear from you on all the social medias uh, uh, avenues. And just remember, husband, husband and, and wife, wife are friends, friends for, for life. life.